Hello and welcome to PMA Politics Made America. I'm your host, Byron Harris. And today, it probably doesn't, like, it probably isn't, like, the sound quality probably isn't the best. You probably hear echo, all that bad stuff. It's because... Like I said, I'm not at home, so I'm recording on my phone. I mean, it's not the worst thing in the world, but I should have I should have brought my portal. Uh, my really, it's not really like portable, portable, but it is a portable microphone. I should have brought it. It's, it's actually a dynamic microphone. I, sh- I should have brought it. I w- don't know what I was thinking, but I did not bring it. So we're just gonna set my phone. We're just gonna set my phone up, and hopefully everything sounds good. So, today, like I, I tell y'all the game plan, today's game plan is two things. We got two things for today. We're going to be talking about the death of a black man in Georgia. Uh, I, I I believe his name is Ahmaud Aubrey. I'm going to have to look up his name. I do not know his name. I'm sorry, but I did a lot of studying on the case and everything. And we're going to be talking about Trump's. Trump's safety in the White House. So we're going to start with the death of a black man. I keep saying black man because that is crucial to this case, racism. And that's how I see it. I see it as racism because, oh, sorry about that. Even though, so I'm going to take y'all from the beginning. So... Uh, it's a black man in Georgia. He was on his Sunday jog. Sorry. All right. So his name is so Ahmad Ahmad Aubrey. Um, Ahmad Aubrey was shot and killed while he was on his Sunday jog. In a neighborhood, he was killed by a father. He was killed by a father and their son, Gregory McMichael, and his son Travis McMichael. He was killed by. He was shot and killed by the man's son. And this case, I think, is absolutely ridiculous. And I'm going to tell you two things why I think it's absolutely ridiculous. One, it took ten weeks for arrest to make, be made, and it took ten weeks after celebrities started getting it out there, after the president commented it, Joe Biden commented on it, and senators commented on it, a lot of people commented on it. It took 10 weeks. It took after they had to do all this for the man to be arrested. And in a murder, um, when, when there's a video and you can see who shot and killed the person, that should take no longer. It depends on what you know and what you don't know, but that shouldn't take 10 weeks. And now I'm gonna start getting into the case. The case. So what I know about the case. I'm gonna give you my opinion first. So the son and the father said, the son and the father said that they thought that it was a man who committed burglaries in the neighborhood. And I'm gonna say two things. First of all, you're not the police. And second of all, speculation is not a charge. So what I think about that, um, 
But like I said, first of all, they're not the police. It's not in their authority to shoot somebody because they're jogging. They thought he was a threat. He had no weapons on him. It's absolutely ridiculous. I don't, I don't know how someone poses a threat when they're walking in a free country in a free neighborhood. How do they pose a threat because they're jogging? Absolutely ridiculous to me because... Like I said, they're not the police. So if they did think that it was a that it was a burglary suspect, you called the police immediately. You don't take matters into your own hands. Or at least it was citizen's arrest. Don't shoot a man because he's jogging. And and you could say they shot him because he was running away. That's absolutely ridiculous. You you if you even if even if it played out like this where they thought he was committing burglaries in the neighborhood. They told him to stop. He didn't stop. And they shot him. That's absolutely ridiculous. And then the next thing I want to say, a, a speculation is not a charge. Because you thought it was a burglar, a burglar does not mean you get to shoot someone. Um, it's not you. They haven't been charged. And in America, when you get charged, you don't get shot to death. You get jailed and i guarantee you that black man would have not got jailed because he did nothing wrong he was jogging and when when you think about racism i think racism has a has a big factor to play in this because there is no evidence that he posed it posed a threat that he had a weapon there was no evidence and if you think he poses he poses a threat, you call 911 immediately. You don't take matters into your own. Because first of all, you're putting his life at risk, you're putting your neighbor's lives at risk, and you're putting your life at risk. So you could you could probably hear the, the car is outside. But you don't take it into your own hands to shoot a man. Cause that's not your job. And the two men were charged, like I said, after two weeks, but it shouldn't have taken two weeks. And it took 74 days for suspects to be charged in death of a black jogger. Many people. So I'm going to tell you what some people said. So the rest of two white men in a fatal shooting of a black jogger did little to calm outrage in this coastal community Friday, where face masks wearing uh Demonstrators call for resignations, recalls, or arrest of authorities who allowed the suspects to walk free for 10 weeks. Activists, politicians, and legal experts across the country have raised alarm that it took 74 days in the graphic and the graphic viral video of Ahmad Arbery final moments to compel authority to arrest the father and son suspect suspected of concern of cornering the 25 year old with a with a pickup truck before he was gunned down a George the a Georgia Bureau of Investigation official said Friday that there's no plan to investigate the local prosecutors and law enforcement agencies that did not arrest or file charges against suspects Travis McMill, McMichael, 34 years old, and his father, Gregory McMichael, 64 years old. The, el- the elder is a retired police detective who had worked for the district attorney office, initially charged with prosecuting with the case. So... 
Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring out some keywords. So, um, he was a retired police detective. I think that has a lot to do with it. And the district attorney was was initially charged for, I guess, disregarding the case or try to let him roam free because he used to work for him or because he was a white man. Um, uh, one, he was a police detective. Yeah, like I said, that has a lot to do with it because I guarantee you if it was a black man in Georgia that had shot a white man, this case would have been more faster. Uh, he prob- The black man pro- probably already been in court and the black man probably would have already been charged for life. And that that's what that's the reality of the world we're living in now. Racism. This is the reality. And that's ridiculous. So two days after taking over the case, the GBI charged the McMichaels with murder and aggravated assault. The, they let us down. The chief of police, the police department of prosecutors said uh, Susan Kohler, a 54-year-old white woman who lived in a Glen County for nearly a decade and reeled out, outside the courthouse Friday. I think that all the... G- good old buddies got together and nobody wanted to arrest their friend. He was a police officer and he was one of them. This was supposed to go away. District Attorney George E. Barnhill, a previous prosecutor on the case, had argued that the suspect's actions were lawful because they were making a citizen's arrest of a man they believed to be involved in an area of burglaries and a and a bar, and a bari was shot in self defense. I'm I'm so mad with this because a citizen's arrest is holding the person and calling the police. A citizen's arrest is not shooting the person and then run. That's not a citizen's arrest. That's killing someone and then running, which is a crime in the United States of America. That is not a citizen's arrest and. To think that there is dozens of more cases like this that are being overlooked is ridiculous. Because, like it said in this in here, no one, the uh, a lot of old police officers and a district attorney they got together and they didn't want to arrest their friend. And when you sign up for the district attorney's job or you sign up for a police job, you are signing up for justice, not for someone. To be for you to let this person get away with this and not let this person get away with that. Absolutely ridiculous. And we spent 10, we spent 11 minutes on this subject. Um, I'm going to keep bringing this up every day. So we're going to get into our next um, thing. My concern for President Trump's health. So, I am bringing this up after Ivanka, uh, one of um, Vice President Mike Pence staff, Mike Pence staff, one of his one of his staffers were. All right, sorry, sorry, sorry. 
I'm trying to talk right now, but I really can't, cuz. Alright, so. So, U.S. Vice President Mike Pence A tests positive for the coronavirus, and this comes after one of Ivanka Trump's, when Ivanka Trump's personal assistant latest to test positive for the coronavirus. And so, these are two people that are around President Trump almost all the time. The vice president is around President Trump because he's the vice president and, pres- and Trump is the president. They have to get a lot of work done with each other. So, I think that is a concern because if one of his eight, if one of Mike Pence's aides have been, have tested positive for the novel coronavirus, um, that means his aide, he's always by his aides. He's always by his staff because the staff gives him information. If he's always by his staff and he's giving something to President Trump. So, if he's always by his staff and President Trump is in... And sorry about that pause and talking, but if he's always by his staff and if it, I can't even talk right now, I just got off track. But if he's always by his staff and somebody has just tested positive, um, that grows a lot of concern because I'm going to tell you why that grows a lot of concern for me. First of all, he's the president. Second of all, he's 70, uh, I don't know how old he is. I think he's in his seventies. I believe seventy-five or seventy-two. Seventy-three. Alright, seventy-three. Yeah, he's seventy-three. Um, he eats a lot of McDonald's. (laughs) So yeah, there's a lot of things that could scare someone for. Trump getting the novel coronavirus. He is at high risk of having serious complications for other coronavirus. And I'm going to bring you on an article about Ivanka's uh, Trump personal assistant latest to test positive for the coronavirus. So the coronavirus continues to circle uncomfortably close to the White House. Ivanka's, Ivanka's Trump's personal assistant has reportedly tested positive for the coronavirus and the FDA and the FDA commissioner has been forced to self-quarantine after exposure to another staffer who came down with the disease. Now I'm going to stop right there. So FDA, FDA commissioner has been forced to self-quarantine. Um, if he's been forced to self-quarantine because he came in contact, he, he has been exposed to the coronavirus. Um, I do believe that Mike Pence and Ivanka Trump should be self-quarantined, forced to self-quarantine because or just stay around away from the president because they are they have been technically exposed to the coronavirus with her personal assistant. Her personal assistant is her personal assistant. She's always going to be around her personal assistant. So um, coronavirus in the White House is just growing rapidly where Everything is is 
Trump is at high risk. That's what I'm going to say. And this podcast is going to end at 16 minutes. I'm sorry for the thing. I'm going to, uh, on Sunday, I'm going to record on my microphone. So, should not, you shouldn't hear anything like any, uh, I don't know if you heard the echo. Well, you shouldn't hear anything like that. But I'm your host from PMA, signing out for today. Peace.